Hey, what's up, my friend? Welcome back to the Upside of Blended Families podcast, episode number four, Lack of Family Bonding. Today's families are much more than the nuclear family. In a world that is changing so quickly, our families face challenges from within and without. Using strategies, skills, and love, every family has all the ingredients they need. Join Connie in blending the perfect recipe for your family. An adopted child that grew to become a certified life coach, professional chef, and mother of nine, she speaks through experience. Here's your host, Connie. Before we get started, let's chat again about lip color. This month, I want to share with you my favorite lip gloss. The brand is Buxom. The shade is Dolly. This is the only lip gloss I have ever run out of. I think I keep this company in business. It's not sticky, lumpy, and it plumps your lips. Friends, go out and buy some. You're going to love it too. Not sponsored. So what's up with me? A bit of good news. My daughter, Jerrica, graduated from college in June. She hits right in the middle of our nine kids. She has applied and enrolled in many schools over the past couple of months, and we've been anticipating, waiting, and a bit nervously waiting to hear if she was going to get hired. Well, I can proudly announce that she was hired and will be teaching fourth grade in the elementary school that was her first choice. Go get them, girl. I love you. You'll make the best teacher. I'm proud of you. Let's jump in. Let's start by sharing what I did wrong. Yep, I'm willing to admit it. I'm not perfect. It was our first Christmas together as a blended family. I was so excited to share all of our family's traditions with Coach and his kids. I started planning the usual traditions, like gathering together on Christmas Eve and having Coach read Twas the Night Before Christmas and then the Christmas story from Luke 2, followed by icing sugar cookies for Santa. This is exactly how we had enjoyed celebrating for the past 18 years. I was anticipating this being the very best Christmas ever. I love the magic I feel on Christmas morning as I watch my children rub their sleepy eyes open to find fancy wrapped presents under the tree. I get excited all over again just thinking about it. We sit in a circle as each child unwraps the presents from oldest to youngest, hoping to make the magic moments last a bit longer. Ending with the grand finale, I serve up yummy Christmas morning brunch. Belgium waffles served with vanilla ice cream, fruit-flavored syrup with whipping cream on top. What can get much better than that? Even though we had been married exactly 364 days, I had forgotten that the kids weren't entirely comfortable with each other yet, nor with me. We actually were still two families that just happened to be living under the same roof at Christmas time. Christmas Eve came and the old traditions played forth even unto Christmas morning. All things considered, I thought it went quite well. I learned within hours that this was an ugly Christmas for some and great for others. Innocently, I thought I was stepping up to the plate, taking charge and making sure Christmas went off with a bang. We had children ranging from the age of 18 to three. One child said, I was just excited to get the four-wheeler helmet. Another said, it was totally different from any other Christmas we'd ever had. The magic was gone. It was traumatic. The worst Christmas I'd ever had. 
I never want to repeat it, said another. Yep, everyone had a totally different perspective. Coach was probably the least happy of anyone. He felt like he was handed a role to play that had been played by someone else before, and he didn't like it one bit. Needless to say, my grandiose idea had completely fallen flat. I was left feeling extremely smad. You might ask, what's smad? Sad and mad mixed together. Little did I know that I had handed out three rule books, one for my children, one for Coach's children, and one for Coach to follow. After a little family blow up, and I had time to cool down, I realized that I shouldn't have forced my traditions on them, and it would be in everyone's best interest to discuss the traditions with the family. Why hadn't I thought of that before? We had a little family council on what traditions we should keep, toss, or add. After a little discussion, everyone agreed that we should keep the wrap presents, the Christmas story read from Luke 2, and Christmas brunch. We tossed out Twas the Night Before Christmas, icing sugar cookies for Santa, but we added loading up the kids to go look at Christmas lights in both of our cars. Yes, we take two cars everywhere we go. We have for the past 12 years. We'll be touching on that a little bit more in another episode. We added Christmas sausages to our brunch. Everyone pitches in to prepare these late Christmas Eve. It's super fun. Stay tuned to the end of the podcast. I will share this simple yet yummy recipe with you. We now serve chocolate and strawberry ice cream along with vanilla on the Belgium waffles. This has become a huge hit. We continue this tradition with our kids and grandkids. I dare say that each one of us looks forward to this Christmas brunch each year. Friend, we all sometimes go out of control by throwing rule books around. We can get ourselves into big trouble when we start tying our emotional happiness around those expectations. We have these belief systems that if other people would just behave themselves the way we would like them to behave, then we would be happy. I can't remember any time that I've handed out a rule book when I wasn't the one disappointed. I have even found myself handing rule books out at social events. I assume someone's going to open the door for me and they walk in and shut it behind me. Almost every time I go to Walmart, someone always cuts me off as I'm trying to enter an aisle. They shouldn't have done that. They're so rude. Or is it me that's being rude by expecting them to know how I want to be treated? The truth is, first, you can't control other people. Second, there's nothing they can possibly do to make you happy or not happy. Alrighty then, I'm just a little ADD and get lost in tangents sometimes, but I just felt like rule books was worth our time getting lost in. Just warning you, it probably won't be the last tangent I run away on. So let's jump back in. Traditions usually work best when started slowly. Here are a few of our traditions that we have added throughout the past 14 years. Some are easy, some are hard, some are more fun, but all in all, the kids have been good sports about these traditions. The annual three-day deer hunt camp and four-wheeling outing, the girls' only annual favorite things party, which is coming up in a week. Don't worry, I'll tell you all about it. The Sunday hike to Indian Cave to see the Indian petroglyphs, our Easter egg scavenger hunt. The kids love this and have so many stories to tell. The girls and boys only shooting adventure with coach. 
but my all-time favorite is Thanksgiving. Yes, Thanksgiving. F-A-K-E-S-G-I-V-I-N-G. Thanksgiving. Held the Saturday before Thanksgiving so that our children could go to their other parents' home for Thanksgiving and never miss out on ours. This has even become a better tradition as our kids get married. What traditions will you be adding to your family? Despite problems, a blended family is still just that, a family. Although there will be growing pains and squabbles, over time, the household can feel less like a mismatch of families and more like one solid unit. (sighs) Believe me, this won't come overnight. Creating a functioning blended family is hard work and it takes time, but the resulting bonds are worth every effort and can last a lifetime. Have fun, laugh over the small stuff. During the difficult times, remind yourself of that old saying, this too shall pass. Believe it or not, I find myself wishing that time hadn't passed so fast. Buckle up, hold on tight, and enjoy the ride. If you're looking for additional help on throwing away your rule book and letting go of all the expectations that are based on what you want in your life, focusing your time and energy on you and create the best life you can that isn't dependent on anyone else's behavior. Visit my website, click work with me. And now, the kitchen hack of the week. Here's the Christmas sausage recipe I promised you. First, we'll start with the ingredient list. One pound of uncooked bacon cut in thirds. Two packages of Hillshire Farm Little Smokies. Two thirds cup of brown sugar. Take a slice of cut bacon, wrap it around the Little Smoky and secure it with a toothpick. Place in a nine by 13 inch pan and repeat until all the Little Smokies are all wrapped up. Sprinkle the top with brown sugar. Place in a preheated 350 degree oven for 20 to 30 minutes or until bacon is cooked. Do not overcook. Go ahead, give it a try. This may become a tradition in your home too. That wraps it up for today's episode. If you'd like to go deeper on this topic, visit UpsideLifeCoach.com and click work with me. If you've been getting value from this show, please leave me a rating below. It only takes 30 seconds. If you have any questions or have feedback, feel free to reach out to me. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.